Hey Buddy is a podcast for adults on how to be friends with other adults. It's definitely not for non-adults, because of the swearing and all the talking about butts. So if you're a non-adult, wait a few years. We don't want to make your mom mad. I mean, you know how she is. The advice you're about to hear is probably wrong. But we mean well. to episode eight of hey buddy you know what i miss what i miss the sexy version i know <laughs> it's not as um i say it's much more family friendly this one yeah but the other one was very spirited <laughs> i miss it mm-hmm. hi i am cassie your co-host i'm marissa your co-host and we are Hey Buddy. We're an advice podcast on how to make and be friends as adults. Thanks for listening last week if you did. It was sexy. It was sexy themed. It was good. It was really good. I do miss it. <laughs> I do feel like... just like, let's just 180 this car. Let's turn this car right around. Uh-huh. You know what? Welcome to Hey Buddy, a sex podcast about sex and butts. How to, to sex and be sex as sex. Oh, yeah. You want to know something fun? I'll tell you, because um, I can't. I can't hear you. You're in the future. Are you talking to me or them? I'm talking to them. Oh, you're in the. Are you in the future? I don't know. Oh, I see what you said. I see what you're saying. Uh huh. Uh, the podcast works. You still haven't answered my question, and I feel like the audience and I are waiting, bated breath. Are you in the future? I'm choosing not to answer that question. Holy shit. Are you minority reporting me right I now? I am. I've never seen minority report. Me neither. <laughs> But let's just pretend that's what I'm doing. Okay. Ah, I can't believe I've been minority reported. <laughs> what? Matt Damon. What does this entail for me? I don't think that's Matt Damon. I think it's Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Born supremacy. Are you minority Born identity. supremacy? <laughs> Born identity is the first one. Uh-huh. Supremacy? What did you say? <laughs> I. Who knows? Are you... Are you... All action movies are the same. There's guns and running, sometimes jumping. Explosions! Gunfire! We should write movies. So I'm doing that to you. Oh, God. I'm action moving you. You're action moving me. Okay, well, let me get some. I, I feel like I need to get. I need some knee pads, some binder paper. I college ruled. Always college ruled. Well, yeah, I'm not a monster. Once you get past the third grade, it's like goodbye, wide ruled. Yeah, you're I, a grown up now. I want. I want the kind that I don't have to tear off of the little perforated edges. Um, I just want it to be clean paper with no little bumpies on the side that I've torn off. I feel you like... mean you just want filler paper. Yeah. Straight from a binder. Yeah. Snap open the rings, take out a clean sheet. Take that out. No tearing, having to be really careful. I'm an action movie star. I don't have time to carefully tear my paper along the perforations. Even the perforated edges, you have to like pre-fold it. Yes. Like both ways. Fold uh-huh. it front ways, fold it back ways, and then still be so careful. I don't have, I don't have two, I don't have time to, to fold once, fold twice, fold three times and tear. 
I am running from a bad guy. And it still looks all bumpy and awful. It's not great. I'm on fire. I, I, I need to get my paper and I want my paper and I want it now. It's your paper and you want it now. Just check into paper. <laughs> I feel like sometimes if we're just gonna like isolate our laughs, laughs that it would sound like actual chickens. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever heard chickens before. Because we're like cartoon chickens. If I heard a chicken go, <laughs> I would I would call animal oh, no. control. <laughs> it's got rabies. Please, someone. I was at the park today and a goose came at me. A goose came at me. Mouth open, tongue out. But that's because it's a goose. I know, geese are awful. But you know what's disturbing? Goose tongue. Goose tongue. It's long. They're very long. It's like a dog tongue. It just hung out. This one just started a running at me. Say the sentence again. This one just started a running at me. I'm not going to make you back it up just yet. Uh-huh. But I will say that when you listen back <laughs> and you edit this, uh-huh. 100% you said sharded. <laughs> and so you added a whole new element to what the goose is doing. <laughs> that goose tongue out was just <laughs> sharding at me. sharded at me <laughs> what's that animal control person how do i know it sharded and didn't just shit <laughs> because i could tell it was trying to fart which is why its tongue was out of its mouth and then it looked surprised it was so embarrassed poop came out it just kept doing it <laughs> goose <laughs> goose got down question number one dear hey buddy Whenever my friend and I are around new people, he finds ways to put me down. Nothing overt, but he might unnecessarily correct something I've said, make a joke in my expense, uh, but it feels like he goes out of his way to make me look stupid in front of these new potential buddies. Aww. He's a really defensive person, so I don't particularly want to confront him. Is there a way I can correct his behavior without getting into a full-on argument? Sincerely, butt of the joke. Oh, but... Joke. I'm so sorry, butt joke. Joke butt. <laughs> I hope you don't have a joke butt. Dear joke butt. <laughs> your butt is so funny, Gary. <laughs> I mean, you're fine. You're fine, Gary. But your butt. You know some great jokes. Knock, knock. Who's there? Gary's butt. Gary's butt who? Gary's butt thinks your mama's so fat that... <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> that when I don't know any of your mama jokes. Uh okay, okay. Um I'll I'll do a Gary's butt joke. Knock knock. Who's there? Gary's butt. Gary's butt who? Give out Gary Gary's butt says your mama's so fat that when she sits around the house, she sits around the house. I don't understand that joke. That is a joke that I told all the time in elementary school and I don't understand it. You still don't understand it? I don't. What does it mean? Tell me. What the, what, what is funny about it? She's so, okay, what's happening? She's so, 
She's so fat. I feel fat. like this is how all your mama jokes work. So were you just she's like, so fat. She encircles the house. She's so fat. Uh-huh. That when she just sits around the house, meaning like choose a spot. This is where your mama is sitting. Okay. She's sitting around the house. Sitting like, right here. Right here. She's so fat that her fat spreads out so that it's all around the house. Not encircling it. Okay. But it's all around the house. For my entire life, starting from my first Yo Mama joke until this very second, my brain was like, okay, she's, if she sits, she's sitting around the house, I get that, she's just sitting around, to she sits around, when I emphasize around the house, that she is somehow encircling the house and she is donut shaped. Like, she's so fat, she's shaped like a donut now, but a big one that can fit around a house. Like, I didn't understand. donuts are fat. <laughs> like, I don't know. No, it's that she's so fat that her fat spills into every available space in the house. Well, that's terrible. Well, how does she get anywhere? Maybe your mama shouldn't be so fat. I don't understand. Somebody should get her some help. Your mama's so she okay? fat that she encircles the house. <laughs> like a donut, and donuts are fat. Oh, oh. I told your oh, joke. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't quite roll off the tongue the same way. I don't know. I think it's pretty good. <clears throat> so I don't understand the joke. I do now. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I think I just, as a child, pictured a very specific donut shape. Donut shape that I could never get it out of my head. I see what you're saying. It's, Around It's not the a house. solid joke. But I also think maybe you're reading into like the joke of a 7-year-old quite a bit. Well, welcome to 7-year-old Cassie. No fun at all. Your joke doesn't make sense. Maybe we can rework it. Is Let's there another dodgeball. word we can use? <laughs> Besides around. I mean, it's a solid bit, but I really feel like you could make it that much better. Your setup is, is good, but I feel like the punch isn't there. Now you have me sitting here trying to figure out how to fix it. Okay, let's do it. Your mama's so fat that when she leisures about the house, she leisures throughout all the rooms because she is as large as the house. She is house-shaped. Your your mama is a giant. Her body defies physics and logic. Because she's just that fat. Your 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 mother is so fat. Your mother is so fat that when she puts one lump or two in her tea, she empties a sugar factory. Biscuits. Your mother's so dumb that she bought four pence for a pound. That's pretty dumb, I think. I don't know British currency. <laughs> Your mother is so dumb. She thinks Parliament is the place to do the shopping for mints. <laughs> did I do it? You did it so good and so right. <laughs> All right, we did not even, we just made a bunch of jokes about this person's pretend name. Oh, yeah. Sincerely, butt of the joke. Oh, God, I'm so sorry, Gary. Okay, so Gary's friend mocks him? Is Just mocks him openly in front of people? I think it's more like, I think mocking connotates like oh, openly. I'm Gary. Openly Look and at like, me open this ketchup packet because I like ketchup with my fries. But not here in Canada, we 
use mayonnaise or maybe cheese curds and gravy. Exactly. So I don't think this person's doing that. I'm assuming they're Canadian. I think, well, it also says nothing overt. So <laughs> um, it says so just like subtle digs. Subtle little jabs here and there that are at his expense. So just being real shitty. Just being real shitty, only in front of new people. He's real defensive, so I don't want to confront him. Okay. Well, that, um,. If you want this to go away, you're going to have to do that thing. You have two choices. Yep. Confront him. Mm -hmm. Which is, I, I think, the fastest way to get this resolved, even if he is defensive. Just don't invite him out. Well, yeah, that's option number two. You guys don't hang out anymore. At least going to places where you're out to meet new people. Let them see you and see how cool you are. And then they'll meet your jerky friend who makes fun of you. And they'll be like, why are you such a dick? Why are you being a dick to Gary? Gary's yeah. great. He's got all these funny jokes. Uh, Yeah, that's actually a great, a really great suggestion. Hey, don't take your friend out when you initially meet your new buddies. Yeah. Let them fall in love with you and then introduce him to them. And so yeah. then he's lost all power in that situation because he's taking advantage of the fact that these people don't know, don't know anything about mm -hmm. you. And so he can manipulate the situation to make you look like an ass. And I, I think it's a defense mechanism used by somebody who is maybe less than comfortable meeting new people and sort of takes a dig at somebody he knows really well to look cooler and better in front of the new people knowing that it's safe because it's not safe to just make fun of somebody that you just met right because they're not gonna be friends with you oh hi it's nice to meet you your teeth are real big like <laughs> you're not gonna be friends with them for very long so you pick a safe person to mock knowing that they're not gonna deconstruct your entire friendship over uh light jab about your clothing choices or something right and it, it very well may be if you've never confronted this person about it that they don't even realize that they are hurting your feelings sure and you know that sort of this is definitely somebody who has insecurities like there's no doubt yeah. in my mind this yeah. is they're trying to cover up them feeling uncomfortable so yeah. they may be just so distracted by that that they don't realize that maybe the things that they're saying are hurtful or mm -hmm. make you feel bad and they just think you can hack it because you're my friend yeah we and we joke with each other all the time yeah i don't understand that you and me joking about your weirdly large teeth isn't the same as you and me and our new friends joking about your giant teeth yeah and so that's why i think you should confront yeah I, I really do think that's the most efficient effective what's another e adjective excellent elevated right way to do it even <clears throat> though he gets defensive and you don't want to have a confrontation i think that's what needs to happen and you don't have to be confrontational about it you can say hey maybe even just the next time you know you both are going to be meeting new people so it's not a thing you can just say oh hey so we're going to meet judy and bill at karen's party <laughs> i'm good at names <laughs> <laughs> good inventing thank you i just needed the listeners to know that she made that up on the spot she probably 
you thought there must have been a those Judy are real and people Bill and we're really going to Karen's party. I just made those up. She made it up right now. Just, I could see it on her face, but you don't uh, have the luxury of seeing no, her beautiful face. No, you just hear it naturally spill out of my mouth. These names. So I just wanted to let you know she As invented that and I it know. was great. We're gonna go meet Judy and Bill at Karen's party, and I'm I'm feeling really sensitive. I'm I'm feeling not so great, and I know sometimes you like to sort of rib me around new people and I just I I don't think I can handle that today would you mind you know watching out for that and then maybe say at the end you know that was really great I I appreciate you you not ribbing me I appreciate you not kind of teasing me in front of these new people it makes me feel a lot more comfortable maybe we could do it like this from now on yeah although I wonder if I mean, I feel like a a normal, well-adjusted person would accept that. Sure, um, this is that's the route <laughs> to go if you're really trying to avoid their defensive nature. Right. I Although think- I was actually going to say that that might even still be a little bit too accusatory. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not going to get away with please don't make fun of me and not well, have it sound accusatory. Well, how about this? Throw yourself under the bus too, even though you don't do it. So say, instead of saying, oh, um, I know you know, you, me. yeah, I know that you like to take jabs at me. Maybe instead you could say, I know that we like to joke around with each other. Um, and sometimes we'll, you know, make jabs at one another, but tonight I'm feeling super insecure. And so maybe like, let's just cool it for tonight. Yeah. Because if this person, if you've made it a point to tell us that this person's super defensive and you just don't even want to talk to them about it, yeah. um, I'm going to guess that they might even be defensive Yeah. no matter what you say. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think that's probably what you're going to be looking at doing based on what you've told us is what Marissa said. I think that was a really good suggestion. Thank you. Thank you. That was good. In an ideal world where people can, <laughs> hear what you have to say and, and take fight, it at face value fight their defensive impulses and not make it about them and how they're fuck ups and they do everything wrong and just hear your feelings ideally what you would want to be able to say to your friend is hey i noticed that you do this it's it's i understand i know it, you're not doing it on purpose yeah it just it it hurts my feelings and can you maybe just be more aware of the things that you say about me when we're around other people because i I feel like a dummy and it makes me feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. And ideally they would say, Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that I was doing that. Or I thought I was just teasing you. I didn't know it hurt your feelings. I feel really bad. I feel bad. Okay. I'll definitely stop. But that doesn't sound like that's what's going to happen for you. I think your friend might say you're being a big fat baby. If you want to work through the situation without making things tougher on both of you, then a little bit of, accommodating their needs as far as confrontation goes, um, I, I think is best here. Yeah. yeah. Share in the the responsibility of them teasing you in yeah. whatever way you can. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's not really your fault. Yeah. I do think that when you say things like, we do this, and I've noticed that, you know, we, yeah. I'm in it with you, you jerk. <laughs> um, it kind of takes half of that blow away. Yeah. The, the sting is really gone if you, if, oh, we're, we're, we're friends both guilty and we of both that. do this thing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But today I'm oh, that's having. good. Yeah. You're so smart. <laughs> I just hate confrontations. It's <laughs> so bad. Is that true? I confront everybody all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I also understand how humans work. Yeah. So. We're very sensitive creatures. <laughs> so, yeah, if you 
I I think that confronting them in the most delicate way you can um, is probably going to yield the best possible outcome. If you really don't think that they're going to handle the confrontation well or you just don't feel up to doing that, because fair enough, you don't have to confront them if you don't want to. Right, absolutely. Then I would recommend not, maybe not inviting them out when you go to a place where your intention is to meet new people. Like, right. Let's go out to a bar and talk to some people or, you know, whatever. Maybe invite some other friends who don't do this thing that this friend does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, is there a way I can correct his behavior without getting into a full-on argument? You mean, like, course correct right in the moment? That's going to be a confrontation. Yeah. That, I mean, because either, y- either you're going to make the people that you're, if you're correcting it in the moment, you're going to make the people you're with very uncomfortable. And that you should be able to say, like, oh, that hurts my feelings. But there's an appropriate time and appropriate place. Yes, they are doing something inappropriate to you. However, you can choose to respond to it in such a way that you know will garner the best possible response. And in the moment, you will not get the best possible response. And that's what you're looking for. Is yeah, is the there best a sneaky way... Outcome. That I can <laughs> passive-aggressively yeah. stop my friend. No. No. There's um, not. The people that you're with are going to notice. And even if they don't know that you're being passive-aggressive, they're still going to feel uncomfortable if you right. say something. Because they're like, oh, no, this person got their feelings hurt. Yeah. That's so awkward. You've got to confront it head-on using, you know, one of the couple strategies we explained. Or straight-up lie. One of them is going to be a more satisfying conclusion. Yeah. Hopefully. Or if your friend sucks and doesn't fix it, then you've learned something about your friend. They're a dick. Maybe you guys only hang out one-on-one ever. What is there to make fun of? Nothing. Well... You got a good job. We really... You're a go-getter. Listen to good podcasts. Tight, tight butt? Probably. I'm just guessing. I don't know what his um, iTunes review game looks like, so I can't say one way or another about his butt. Hey, Gary, since we gave you such great advice... Maybe. Maybe. Maybe just go right up on iTunes and give us a written review. Mm-hmm. Also, send us a picture of your butt to hbmcpodcast.gmail.com <laughs> and then we'll actually know what your butt looks uh-huh. like. Uh-huh. Please don't send us your butts. Well, not bare butt. No. I welcome pictures of butts and of pants. Pants. Pantsed butts? That no. sounds like bare butts. Panted butts. Yuck! <laughs> <laughs> I don't like what I said either. Fully clothed butts. <laughs> I want to work the word pants in there. Butts with pants. You're on. Paint, 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 painted butts. <laughs> pants wearing butts. Send us, send us your painted butt. No. No. We're going to get a I'm, bare butt with paint on it. I'm sticking to it. I or a beautiful butt. canvas with a painting of a butt. Paint your butt and send it to hbmcpodcast at gmail.com. It's good for you to do a self-portrait every now and then. <laughs> we love you, Gary. We love you and good luck talking to this person. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. Send it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You guys should tell us how it goes. You should send us a, a send us a follow up. Send us your follow up emails. I'd like to know how this goes. Yeah. I know some pretty defensive people. Yeah, let's see if this works. They can't take responsibility you're, for themselves. You're so. our test subject. We we've decided to withhold interacting with any of our other friends until we know how our advice goes over. Yeah, so we're just should, gonna we should take it. Give random advice to you. <laughs> you test it. Report back to us, and then we'll apply it to. Um, people that matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
We're joking. You, you matter. matter. Hey, buddies. My best friend's birthday's coming up. She's really hard to shop for. She says she's happy with anything and that I don't need to get her a present. She's the kind of person who will buy things for herself if she wants them. So there's little opportunity to get her what I know she wants. I'm determined to buy her something for her birthday. What should I get her? I'm providing no other details because you need to be challenged. Tell me what to buy, buddies. <laughs> Love, Molly Ringwald. <laughs> okay, very... Do you think that's the Molly Ringwald from... The Molly Ringwald. The Molly mm-hmm. Ringwald from uh, that famous show. John Hughes films. Oh, the Secret, Secret Life, Life of, of the, the American, American Teenager. teenager. Uh-huh. That's what she's from. Yeah, that's what most of America knows her from, is Secret Life of the American Teenager. Uh, little known fact, Molly Ringwald was actually the star of a series of films by American director John Hughes. I'm sorry, who? John Hughes. He made some uh, small, I would say, like, indie, underground uh, movies. Not even big enough to be cult classics, I would say. Ugh. About growing up, uh, the American experience as a teenager. Oh, so like the American life. Secret Life for the American Teenager. Yeah, so that's why they hired her, is because she had all this underground experience. Oh. As uh, portraying one of the teenagers, and so now she's the mom. Oh, she was a teenager in the movies? Uh Uh-huh, she was much younger. I wonder if I could... Do you think they're anywhere? I think it was like a... They were more like Lifetime original. Uh, (laughs) Oh. So it's kind of like... It's kind of like Disney Channel original movie. Molly Ringwald stars in Judy's Mistake. (laughs) Oh, so Molly Ringwald. Um, get her a knife. What? Get her a knife. Why? Happy birthday. I got you this knife. Is there an ellipsis on the card? (laughs) Happy birthday. I got you this knife. Dot, dot, dot. Turn over the card. Welcome to the purge. 2014. (laughs) For your birthday, I gave you a very slight advantage in the purge. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. This question is so good. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Molly. This is a great question. You've given us no details. No, that makes it so good. So this person buys things for herself. Two she wants them. So you're not going to get her something that she wants because she already bought it. Right. Do kids, do they use iPods still? No. Two knives. Three. Buy her three knives. Five you- knives. <laughs> she has so many backups. Six, six knives. Ten knives. One for each finger. How did... How do you do it? You just tape the knives onto your fingers and then finger knives. How? Finger knives. Walk me through how to tape it onto all ten fingers. Okay. First one's easy. Tape, tape. Second one, similarly, similar difficulty. I think the tape, entire tape. first hand is going to be yeah, okay. Done, done, done. Finger knives. Now, other hand. You just start using the pads of the, like, third, second and third knuckle. toward Or the, I guess, first. Because it's towards your palm. You just, you use, <laughs> you use your finger pads. You said first. <laughs> I can't move past it. First. It sounds too much like fart. Your fart knuckle. You gotta use your fart knuckle. I'm starting to think like your subconscious is coming through. <laughs> and you do something weird with that knuckle. Doesn't everybody have a fart knuckle? <laughs> this is my fart knuckle. <laughs> Don't embarrass me now. You guys all have a fart knuckle, don't you? <laughs> I hope this is the part where the listeners all go, yeah! yeah. <laughs> and and you're the only it's one. It's me who's crazy. Out in the cold without a fart knuckle. To call my own. Okay, so, so assuming you're right-handed, lefty, lefty's all knived. 
And then you use, you use, um, use this. The pad of your fart knuckle. The pad of your fart knuckle. Use the pad, the, the inside pads of your fingers. Mm-hmm. And you, um, maybe get a friend to help you. Yep. That's the answer. <laughs> Cause. Hey buddies. I'm, I'm, I'm bleeding so much from my knife fingers. Yeah. Those pantomime knife fingers definitely cut you. <laughs> I watched it happen. Okay. So if she doesn't want knife fingers. You could do a lot of stuff with knife fingers. You could. Would you ever get mugged? No. Would you ever leave the house? All the time, every day. Maybe if you could figure out how to open the door. You call an Uber? (laughs) Do you think an Uber would pick you up? How are you even going to call it? How are you going to use your phone? Knife fingers. Okay. (laughs) Listen. How are you going to engage Siri? There's a big old knife there. No, it can't do that. The knife is on top. You know what you should do? Use your nose. Use your nose. You call Siri, say, Siri, local cab company numbers. I'm sorry, Cassie, I didn't understand that. Siri, I'm drunk. Every time I tell her I'm drunk, she offers to call me a cab, foolproof. Really? Yeah. I'm going to do it. Do it. Where is she? Here's mine. Where's my phone go? Siri, I'm drunk. Just don't breathe on me. And then here, it says, call me a taxi. Okay. That's just a command that came up. That's not Siri. Siri's just like... Siri, I'm drunk. I hope you're not driving anywhere. Call me a taxi. That's still... But it's there. That comes up as an option. That's your phone. That's not Siri. Siri's like... Siri is my phone. No, Siri's like, you smell, don't breathe on me. (laughs) And she's like, don't drive, dum-dum. Siri, I'm drunk. How do I get home? Don't expect me to get you home. But bitch! See? <laughs> it's your phone trying to help you, not Siri. Siri doesn't care about Siri's you. Siri's actively ignoring my request she for help. You. Siri can suck a fuck. Do you think an Uber... An, an Uber? <laughs> Welcome, okay, buddy. Introducing new... New cab driving. Local cab driving. Uber. <laughs> We'd like to thank you, Herbert Uber. <laughs> We, uh, we have all of our Uber cars in one parking structure that we call Uberville's. <laughs> Making lots of Herbert Hoover jokes. <laughs> well, you know, in the Depression, not everybody could afford a car. So... Certainly not an Uber. They paid for... They paid for Uber taxis. They can only get Ubers. <laughs> Down on your luck? Need a drive to the most local factory for jobbing? Take an Uber. Oh, I hate jobbing. <laughs> it's exhausting. Really hoping for a world war? It's not World War time yet. Can't get a job riveting? Come get in an Uber and drive off a bridge. Sorry you're so poor. <laughs> so, if you don't want to get them something ridiculous... You could never hitchhike. <laughs> Yikes. If you pick or up that person... Don't go to the bathroom. Or become very good at going to the bathroom. Shredded testes. Ah! <laughs> Just... Instead of buying um, a really thoughtful, very practical gift of knife fingers. Right. Exactly that. Instead of buying something super practical mm-hmm. that they'll use every day. Knife fingers. You'll never take them off. You'll sleep with them on. My fingers. So, no, what I'm suggesting is buy them memories. So buy, buy... That's nice. Tickets to a thing that you can do together or... You know, it's take memorable. Them somewhere. You know, it's memorable. Knife fingers. Knife fingers. <laughs> that trip to the ER. 
Who's going to the ER? Oh, you mean the set, the set of hit television drama ER. Right. Starring George Clooney and Juliana Margulies. Yes, they'll be there. Uh-huh. That's a great gift. And while you're there, you can show them your really cool knife fingers. They'll love it. They'll change the whole way they do surgery. They'll change. <laughs> Quick. This man's bleeding out. Call Dr. Knife Fingers. Well, I'm here. Oh, oh. I made it worse. <laughs> oh, he di- he's dead. <laughs> I, I'm really only good for a couple things. I can't do any kind of repairs. Like shredding carrots. <laughs> do you need a bunch of holes in something really fast? Would you like some confetti? <laughs> Experience is a great idea. Take them somewhere you'll know that they'll like. Yeah, whatever floats their boat. A fancy night on the town. Get a get a limo. Get a reservation at a very fancy restaurant and propose to them. Propose to them. <laughs> propose to them in the restaurant. <gasps> have them bake so fun. Have them bake a, a diamond ring into a cake. But just buy one of those fake those fakey fake diamond rings. You can get them for like. 70 bucks. Have them put it in a champagne glass. Yeah. And then pour champagne and then make a toast. (laughs) Videotape the whole thing. And send it to us. Get her an experience. That's a great idea. Propose to her in a restaurant. (laughs) Always. No, but no matter what you do, bring your camera. Yeah. Take so many pictures. Document it. The time that you propose to your friend at a restaurant for her birthday. She'll be so surprised. (laughs) Buy them an experience. Take pictures. Alternatively, you could do knife fingers. Those are your two choices. I really think knife fingers is the way to go, but if you're a big fat sissy, you could take them to medieval times and eat some chicken. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. Uh huh. They're the kind of person who will buy things for themselves when they want them. Knife and I'm fingers- sure uh-huh. that they've already purchased themselves some knife fingers. Knife fingers is a need that most people don't know that they have. Well, this person sounds I didn't like... know my need for knife fingers until very recently. It sounds like a great present. <laughs> Dear hey buddy. Cause it's all in caps. The rest the rest is it. So I'll use a normal voice when I read the rest of it. My friend is really needy. I love her very much and I have no other issues with our friendship. But I need a lot of alone time. She respects my space, but I can feel that she'd like to hang out. All the time! Also in caps lock. (laughs) How do I communicate that I love her and I love hanging out with her, but I need my me time? How can I best make us both feel satisfied? Signed, somebody whatever. (laughs) Oh, very creative name, Anonymous. (laughs) From somebody whatever. Well, somebody. That's so nice. That's really, like, you're addressing a need that you know your friend has but hasn't expressed to you yet. Mm-hmm. That is really thoughtful. That's nice. You're doing a great job. You just keep being you. Yeah, you do you. Because you is pretty good. Somebody. Whatever. <laughs> That's a good name. Yeah. Well, I, I think the thing you said is good. I love you. I love yeah. hanging out with you. But even then, I feel like you don't have to say that because they haven't said to you, I want to hang out with you more. You just feel that they're being needy. Now, is it, is it that, I'm wondering what the feeling of being needy is coming from. Are they messaging you a lot and you feel bothered by their messages? Are they trying to hang out more often than you'd like to? It must be that. Yeah. 
Because you can't just feel that somebody, you can't just feel somebody's wants without any sort of indication. Yeah. So they're asking you to hang out and you're saying no sometimes and you feel bad and you want to resolve that yeah. that feeling. So then, yeah, I think saying exactly what you said. I love you so much. I really do want to hang out with you, but I need to hang out with me. Me mm. is also needy for me. Yeah. And me needs to watch some Golden Girls and take a nap. Me need golden <laughs> girls. Me like cheesecake and Sophia's mordant wit. <laughs> so. <laughs> me appreciate Dorothy's long, long legs <laughs> and masculine frame. So talk to her like a caveman about golden girls. Me like Judy? What's her name? <laughs> Somebody, whatever. Blanche. <laughs> me like... Blanche's ownership of her sexuality, even in her advancing years. Me appreciate show not slut-shaming Blanche and allowing her to embrace her sexuality. You know what the Golden Girls is? Huh? It's sex in the city, but less loud. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's the Golden Girls. I We can't be the only ones. <laughs> To talk about this, but I'm going to act as if we are. <laughs> so, Blanche is... Samantha. Samantha. Dorothy is Carrie. Yeah. Sophia is also Samantha? <laughs> <laughs> it's Sex in the City, but with all Samanthas. 100%. So, when, so, you know how... Samantha is where, where you take the quiz and you're like, which Sex in the City character are you? <laughs> this quiz is just, are you Samantha or Carrie? <laughs> Well, I feel like Rose could be that that brunette lady. Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. I feel like Rose could be Charlotte. Why did we talk about Golden Girls? Oh, I need me. Me need. Me need to watch Golden Girls. We need to watch Golden Girls. What did you say? Oh, I want to satisfy my friend and me. Might I suggest maybe setting up. I don't. I, I don't know you. I don't know your schedule. I don't know how often you see each other regularly. Mm hmm. Um, I know you're not seeing each other all the time, but I, I'm assuming it's somewhat frequently. Maybe set up a regular day where, you know, Thursdays are always somebody whatever and who knows who cares day of hanging out. And you and your friend who knows who cares and you, somebody whatever, can always hang out on Thursdays and you have a standing date every week to get coffee or go to a movie or whatever. It doesn't have to be the same thing every week, but you always have a block of time that you guys are going to be hanging out once a week or once every two weeks or once a month, I don't, depending on what your schedules allow, that your friend knows, I'm going to be seeing my friend this time this week. They don't have to feel insecure because I feel like neediness stems from insecurity and they and may not, not knowing. Yeah. They may, they might not feel insecure about the quality of your relationship, but they might just be an insecure person in general and they're seeking some kind of stability. And that's how that manifests is through neediness. I, I feel like that might help is establishing a regular hangout day that your friend knows they're going to see you and maybe, you know, obviously see each other outside of that should the occasion arise. Having an established day where you you know you'll be seeing each other regularly. She'll feel confident about, my friend still wants to see me. We're going to see each other this week. Definitely this day, if not other days, might help quell some of the, the neediness that you're feeling from her. 
Yeah. It also gives you an opportunity to gracefully bow out of yeah. any sort of hangout time that just seems overwhelming for you. Like, mm-hmm. I am an introvert. I need time by myself mm-hmm. to recharge um, as much as I love my friends. Uh, and I ideally, if I could just, like, have all the energy in the world, I would just hang out with my friends all the time. But it's exhausting. I need to lay down in my bed by myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you said hang out with all my friends all the time, and I got tired just yeah. hearing you say it. Yeah. So, I, you know, you just need time to yourself and creating a day like that where it's like you know that we're gonna hang out on Thursdays yeah um if that's just a kind of rough week for you that makes it really easy to just kind of be like well I'll see you on Thursday yeah hey uh tonight I was gonna go to this thing do you want to come uh I can't um but tell me all about it on Thursday which is a very polite way of saying I'm not going to be hanging out with you until Thursday. Yeah. And that should, yeah, having having that sort of security of knowing when they're going to see you next should help with that feeling of, oh, do you still like me? Yeah, so they'll know that they're going to see you on a regular basis, but it also gives you an opportunity to graciously bow out of um, hangout time if yeah. you need you need that time for yourself. When you need you time, somebody, yeah. whatever. Me party. Eat some bread. Eat some cheese. Eat some eat some cheese bread. Eat. Eat. That's what we're suggesting to you. <laughs> it definitely sounds like you're preemptively striking here. This friend isn't hasn't crossed over that line of being obnoxious. Right. She's not waiting at the foot of your bed while you sleep. Yeah, you're just being proactive yeah. and recognizing your needs and your friend's needs. Yeah. That maybe she'd like to spend a little more time with you, but and a little less time watching you sleep. Yeah. That seems exhausting for you. So that's, yeah. it is very kind of you to it's ask very this question. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Hey Buddy. Thanks again. Thank you. You guys are great. We have just one butt to compliment today. Uh, this is an extra special butt to us. If you leave a review for Hey Buddy on iTunes, we will compliment your butt on the show. And this week is a special exception to the rule. And we have an awesome listener, friend of the show named Krista, who does not listen on iTunes, but she promotes us just everywhere. So if you do as good a job as Krista does, we may also make an exception and compliment your butt, but you really gotta, you gotta work for it. Yeah, if you've seen our billboards in LA. Yeah. Um, our, our flyover plane in um, Kuala, Kuala Lumpur. If you have seen our 30 second slot on mm-hmm. uh, cable access television at 2 a.m. That's the kind of... Mm-hmm. It's an audio only. Um, so it's a talk. <laughs> We've pro- we've provided the station with zero graphics, so it's just a black screen with our voices <laughs> over it. We, in retrospect, probably should have filmed something. Well, if you want us to compliment your butt, uh huh, do better than that. <laughs> um, so we're gonna get let's get to complimenting Krista's butt because it is let's a get hardworking butt right to it, right down to it. Krista, your butt. It's hard working. It's hard working. It's hard. It's it's hard. You should get that looked at. What's wrong with your hard, hard butt? I meant like tight hard. Oh, okay. That's it's real rocky, <laughs> like like a mountain. What's in there? <laughs>
what'd you what'd you put in your butt <laughs> not the butthole but like the actual put butt the cheeks part. the cheeks what'd you put in your butt cheeks put something in there why is it so bumpy why is it so bumpy and hard are these pants <laughs> why'd you put pants inside your butt we're not complimenting her very you did great. pants wrong <laughs> We're insulting. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I take it back. That wasn't your butt. That was Greg's butt. So, <clears throat> thank you so much, Krista. Krista, I'm real sorry about talking about your bumpy butt. Let's say something nice about it. Because that wasn't your butt. That was Greg's butt. That was Greg's We butt. were talking about Greg's butt. Greg's. Greg's bumpy ass. We got confused. Sorry. Your butt is is not bumpy at all. It's It's sleek. <gasps> like a well-oiled car. You've got an oiled butt. <laughs> I keep trying to compliment your butt. Let's back it up. Let's back it up. Let's okay. back it up. Okay. Okay. It's not oily. It's not bumpy. Thank you, Krista. Uh-huh. Thank you. For being such a great supporter of our show. We just want to tell you that your butt is so cylindrical. <laughs> It's like, like a soup can. Like a tube. Your butt's like a tube. <laughs> no. <laughs> Back to up. Okay, I'll try again. I'll try again. Your butt <laughs> is like a pearly gate. It's like a, it's like a pearly gate. Wait, hold on. Um, In that, it is the access point for which people reach heaven. <gasps> Your butt is heaven is what we're saying yeah you have a heavenly tushy it's cherub like it is rosy and pink and, and has a harp your butt is an expert harp harp harpist harpist yeah harp harperist arborist your butt is great at planting and growing trees arboretum arboretum Ar arby's your butt manages an Arby's. We went full circle. It's bad again. Basically, what we're trying to say is that we're monsters and we can't give a goddamn compliment to we somebody. We love your butt. Who has been very supportive of our show. Yeah. Krista, your butt is like 40 beautiful songs. Oh my god. <laughs> we have to redo this whole Krista part. <laughs> no, I'm gonna add it all in. Krista, thank you so much for being such a great supporter of our show. I just want to say that your butt is like a cold glass of milk after five slices of cinnamon pie. Oh, that's good. If if Matt Damon were gonna rescue any butt, it would be your butt. We love you, Krista. We love your butt. I'm sorry for all the terrible things we said. It's pillowy and soft, but firm and supportive. Sweet, kind, honest, trustworthy. You're Krista's butt for president. So we've come to the end. Yes, again, somehow we did it. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to have us talk about your butts, please uh, leave us a review on iTunes or get us even bigger billboards than Krista did. Yep. If you want to subscribe, you can do so in a number of ways. We are on SoundCloud, we are on Stitcher, and we are also on iTunes. If you're on iTunes, if you're listening on iTunes, leave us a review. Write one, leave us some stars. If you write one, we will talk about your butt. You can even request that we insult your butt, because apparently we're good at that. 
you tell us how you want us to treat your butt or we'll just default to compliments. Right, right. Or we'll try our best. We'll do our best. If you have any quandaries, please send them to us via Facebook message or uh, old school email, hbmcpodcast at gmail.com. You can carry your pigeon it over Hogwarts owl. I'll leave my window open. Yeah, that's fine. I won't. Um, just leave your flu open. Because I don't want chimney. owl shit in my bed. She's very negative today. No, I just, if an owl comes into my room, I'm going to catch it and snuggle it while I'm sleeping. That sounds great for everybody. Yeah, well, yeah, except for the bird shit in my bed. I'm thinking about future Cassie. Okay. Before you send the owl to Cassie, put a butt plug in it. Yeah, de-shit it. De-shit that owl. Also train it to go straight to Cassie's house somehow. <laughs> <laughs> If you're a wizard, it shouldn't be too hard. Yeah, I can't imagine they didn't have any difficulty with it. <laughs> so you can email us or send us a message on the Facebook or the Twitter. Uh, follow us on those things. Yeah, face on both Facebook and Twitter, you can find us at Hey Buddy Podcast. Definitely send us some questions, though, because like we said last week, we are going to be recording... Two episodes in one week. Doubly doubles. Yeah, so which will be next week. So That means we need six good questions. Yeah, so send them in. Send in your questions. It doesn't have to be perfect. We always kind of edit it anyway a little bit just for brevity. Yeah, you guys are long-winded. We don't need to know everything. I mean, I like it. Include include all the details you think are important and then we'll decide. <laughs> yeah. Do whatever you want, basically, and then we get to make the decision. Yeah. Because it's our podcast. If you want to make decisions, you make your own. You start your own podcast. Don't do that. Listen to ours. Okay, we love you. Thank you so much for listening to Hey Buddy. Don't forget to touch your feelings, boners. Fuck me.